This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Donna and Steve Experience. And what an experience it is. Steve Patterson happens to be in New York. We should be connecting with him at some point. Uh, we were Somehow. Yeah, he was down. I don't know if he was in Central Park. I think he was doing some kind of shoot with dogs. Some kind okay. of... And I don't know, apparently there was a dog fight or a near dog fight that we're going to be hearing about momentarily. We're all in disarray over here because our, our, not our studios, but our offices are getting remodeled. So we have been exiled. So we are in a new location that I'm very unfamiliar with. So I go over there, I'm working on the computer, I go to hit print and I'm like, I don't have a printer. I'm well, that's bad for you. Very bad for me. And Lori and Julia are well, not going to be yeah. happy about this. <sighs> I don't think so. I'm not connected to a printer. And then Steve is ringing me and saying, oh, I'm, I'm probably not going to be there till 915 or 930. I'm a 10 minute drive from the from my equipment because oh, OK, because he's downtown and they're way uptown. So this oh, is going to be he real might not, fun. I, that sounds like he's going to be with us at 10. It sure does, Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> and am I going to be here at 10? No. Okay, I didn't know. You didn't I wasn't even know sure. Steve was in New York. This I is did, great. I thought that he went on a weekend vacation to Philadelphia. Oh. Or, no, uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Sorry, not Philadelphia. He's never even been there. Um, that's true. Uh, no, he was going to New York to do some uh, work with Kelly and Ryan. I did not know this. Yes, and he was supposed to be on the air yesterday and today. But what happened was his flight got canceled, which is very uh, commonplace right now. Flights are getting canceled left and right. So he was a victim of that. So we'll uh, we'll see what kind of adventures he's on. He will be texting us to let us know. But in the meantime, uh, you know, a story that jumped out at me today, which I thought would be something that would trigger you for lack of a better term oh good was this jennifer aniston story oh right and apparently she was doing an interview and kind of went off on people who are basically famous just for a social media presence and do we have the audio do we have the audio i'm sorry that's okay let me look it up it's okay so she said she was glad she, you know, got her start in the industry before social media when people started becoming basically famous for doing nothing. And she said it, it's diluting the actor's job. Well, I've got it. 
Okay, maybe this is, we'll be able to get a better idea okay, from here. here. We go. And it was right at the time when the internet was just yeah. becoming, it really sort of shaped so much of a new culture kind of about this thing of people becoming famous for basically doing not, nothing, but yet having these incredible careers. And then women's sort of reputation, I mean, Pam, Paris Hilton, I feel so lucky that we got a little taste of the industry before it became what it is today, which is right. just different. More streaming services, more people, you're famous from TikTok, you're famous from YouTube, you're famous from Instagram. It's sort of, it's almost like it's diluting the actor's job. I kind of know what she's saying, mm-hmm. but people are pushing back and saying, well, you know what? You had a pretty good um, connection to the business because your father was an actor. I guess her mom was too. I didn't know that. Victor Kuriakis on. Yes, he's great. I love him. John Aniston. I didn't know her mother was an actress. I didn't either. um, But people are saying, throwing words around like nepotism, you know, privilege. And, And they make a good point too. But isn't there room for everybody? Especially with, you know, if you're going to look at it from the acting standpoint, there are more jobs than there's ever been for actors right now. Um, We wouldn't have Justin Bieber if we didn't have social media, possibly. Bo Burnham, who is a brilliant comedian. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, sometimes you just have to take a different avenue. I remember when people were ripping on... Like people like Kelly Clarkson and Carrie Underwood. It's like in the music industry. Yeah, I totally remember that. Like what what do you care what their avenue is? If they didn't have to struggle, why should they? Right. If you didn't have to hit all the dive bars and times are different. I think the difference is, is that they have real talent. Yes. So they're not just on there and um we're just following them because they're pretty. Right. And then they say things and then they do quick cuts that are like, of course, I'm going to seem cool if I micro edit myself. Right. So that everything's perfect. And yes. Every blink of the eye and every sideways glance. I'm super cute. And yes. And the yes. lighting is perfect. And you didn't take one acting class. And now you're getting acting roles, Addison Ray, And you're making all this money just from doing like, you know, what like the only fans kind of stuff yeah it's just i get where it's it's frustrating but it also makes her sound kind of old yeah it does that's we're never going to be able to go back but think about the like jake paul and exactly gross ew you know yeah yeah i i mean (laughs) just calm down everybody uh, but what if, what if they are competing with, I mean, younger, probably not in her category, but younger celebrities are now competing with these social media stars who have a lot right. of followers That's true. for roles. That's true. For acting roles. Yeah, that is true. So I see it both ways. Um, I, I, I get annoyed with people who have a ton of followers just for... Doing nothing. Yeah, it's just like... I mean, I get it. Like, I remember there was a time when I was working in radio a long time ago, and 
they would give these hosting jobs to people who had no radio experience. They didn't have to work their way up. You right. know? They didn't work overnights like we did. They gave a job years. to Danny Bonaducci in Philadelphia. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. for what? What kind of radio experience does he have? You know, but he had a lot of listeners because he was Danny Bonaducci and he was popular. And, oh, yeah. you know, I and was, then everyone's got a podcast. Yeah, that's true. You so, know, I, um, I stood up at a radio conference once for morning shows. Yeah. There were hundreds of people there, and it was the top programmers talking about how they're finding talent now. Yes. And one guy was talking about how there was this hilarious guy that he met at Taco Bell who worked at the Taco Bell stand. (laughs) And I got in line to speak, and I said, it's a little disconcerting that you are speaking to people who have paid with their own money upwards of $700 to be here to learn things and to grow in the industry that we've worked so hard to be in. And you're talking about finding stars at Taco Bell. Yeah. And I got a standing ovation from the crowd. (laughs) Good for you. And then I had four programmers come up and talk to me about whether or not I'd like to go work for them just based on that. Because it is true. It's like, listen, we've paid our dues and worked hard. And maybe that's the same point that Jennifer Jennifer Aniston Aniston is making. Absolutely. You know, we've been through the ringer and then you're going to bring it i don't know i li- no offense i love taco bell and funny people but <laughs> come on that's insulting but when you're talking to people that... all she's saying is it's diluting what you do and what you've worked for mm-hmm. but on the other hand if i had that opportunity to find success the way these young people are of course i would take advantage of that sure if they have talent exactly that's but the if difference they don't and it's just yeah i make I a know. tutorial I know. Let's take a break and cry for a minute. Yeah, we we love you guys. <laughs> Don't stop listening to us. No, please. we're gonna have fun. We we're sound gonna... snooty, maybe, but really, it's about hard work. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. All right. Get out there and work hard, people, and success will follow. There you go. Steve Patterson is a perfect example of that. Hopefully, he'll be with us when we come right back on my talk. Oh, welcome back. You guys, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun and Steve is in New York. He's walking here. (laughs) He's trying to make his way back to uh, ABC Studios so that he can be with us momentarily. But in the meantime, I'll take over his segment. Right, so the longest running number one song was eight minutes and 37 seconds long, and it came out in 1972. Can you guess? American Pie. You Donna got it, McClane. girl. Yes. Woo! Good work. That's Good what work. I used to put on in the middle of the night when I was doing those night shifts. And you had to go to, the had to go to the bathroom. And or my, if you wanted to have a cig. My program <laughs> director actually was like, that's not in the log. Why are you playing that? And I'm like, I had to pee. I had to go to the bathroom at the other end of the building. Yeah, and, we, and things just didn't roll it wasn't into. Automated. Yes, we had to physically hit the next song. Uh, after that, it became all too well Taylor's version by Taylor Swift, which is ten minutes and thirteen seconds. Which I don't understand why that song has to be that long. <laughs> oh, as a fan of Taylor Swift, yeah, even. yeah. Okay. I'm just. I remember watching her on SNL and. I didn't have the heads up that it was going to be that long. And I looked at my roommate and I go, has this, has she been singing for like 10 minutes straight the same song? And he's like, yeah, this is her version. There's no reason for it. Oh, God. So annoying. Anyway, um, roughly 33% of cats 
Ever heard of them? <laughs> they are not affected by catnip. I did not know that. Oh my gosh. Okay, this is a real fun fact. The euphoric reaction commonly associated with catnip is actually hereditary. No. Yes, my cat loved catnip. Oh, yeah. I always felt like I was drugging him. Like giving them pot. Yeah, I was like, like, is this okay? I'm like, well, if they sell it at PetSmart, I I guess. I mean, do they like the feeling? Or are they just sort of like, you know, like if I were to take drugs and feel out of control... I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like and that I w- either. I might be rolling around on the floor and look like I'm having a good time. I know. That's what, I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, am I like giving my cat the equivalent of like LSD? LSD? Yeah, oh, I know. No. But he always like, he seemed to enjoy it. So I'll just go with Who that. Knows? I think I heard you guys talking about this the other day. Was it you? Coffee beans. They're not actually beans. Right. It was us. And I learned that. It's a seed. They're seeds. And berries. Yeah, and people just call them beans. Because when you dry it, it looks like a bean. It sure does. And they call them coffee beans, not berries. <laughs> yeah, so stop confusing us. <laughs> we we just, need to know everything. I know. Um, okay, you're going to love this one. Yellow armadillos in Brazil have the whoopee while they're running. Whoopee! Whoopee, what is this? The what was that? The dating game? Yeah, I think so. While they're running. No, it was the uh, newlywed game. Newlywed game. Okay. Running. Whilst running. Whilst running. Yeah, I guess that's a thing. I didn't even know there were yellow armadillos. I didn't know they could really run. Yeah, that shell on their back is. You know, we both lived in Texas. You just see them lumbering around on the side of the road. And then and they become dinner <laughs> for vultures. <laughs> I was thinking of like seeing some cowboy throwing them on the grill. Oh, right. Like a Kenny type. <laughs> right. A Kenny type. Oh, my God. I love Kenny. Oh. By the way, Kenny was in the hall the other day. Uh, right. Because he had to come into the station. Yeah. And I was like, hi. And he was like, tell Steve to something, something. I go, I haven't seen you in forever. And he's like, I gotta go. And you're like, why does it have to be about Steve all the time? Right? It's so true, Don. You have no idea. Anyway. <laughs> um, there is a Guinness record for loudest PP. What? The record holder is a tiny water insect in Europe called the... <laughs> oh, man. It's the Micronecta Schultze. <laughs> that sounds like a brewery. On the Upper East Side. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Totally. This is what they do. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. They hit their two millimeter stuff okay. against their abdomen oh. to attract females. Oh, Gross. And the sound is 99.2 decibels, which is the equivalent of an entire orchestra. <laughs> what? Yes. So I want to hear it. Can we find it? Maybe. Let's okay. See. It is. What, what's it called again? A micro necri schulza? Micro necta, N E C T A, schulze, S C H O L T Z I. Everybody, oh, feel is. free to Google at oh, home. Oh, look, Micronecta Schultze. Can uh, we? Can we hear it? Sound. Ooh, here's a sound. <laughs> um, See, Steve we... wouldn't bring you this magic. No, no. Well, there's an ad first, so hold on. Ew, they're disgusting. Ew. Here it is. Ooh, that's very piercing. I'd hardly call, call that an orchestra. That was exaggerated. Is there going to be another one? I hope so. Come on. Oh, that's uh, my phone. Uh, okay. okay. Ew. So, me no likey, and that is definitely not an orchestra. I guess unless they're all doing it at the same time. From the Well, right, and from the perspective of the woman... Uh, woman bug. Woman bug. <laughs> Maybe it is very loud and piercing, and they're like, I know oh, yeah, who they, I want. They have little ears. Yeah. Not like ours. Anyway, well, um, those are good, Donna. Thanks, that was thanks fantastic. a lot. I made all of those up, by the way. Oh, you did! <laughs> I just, wow, you even created a YouTube video for this bug. That's really great. <laughs> See the hard work you put I in. I know it's all prep. Um, <laughs> when we come back, hopefully, we'll be hearing from Steve Patterson. He's got stories from traveling in coach. Again, he says his cab driver was like the I'm walking here guy. (laughs) We'll get to that also. And he'll have a story from his morning, uh, his morning shoot. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you, Lizzo. Wow. 930 in the morning and we're having a dance party. I have never heard a song of hers that I don't like. Same. She just sounds like she's having a blast. So and talented. I don't know how she has so much energy either. <laughs> well, yeah. She's like dancing all over the place. And oh my gosh, just great. Did you ever watch her show? Uh, no, the, the Big Girls. Or, I want to. It's on my list. I need to watch it now because I just finished a series. Oh, can we talk about that? Sure. Is this that dating thing? Yeah. Okay. Do I need to be watching this? I think you'd enjoy it. How do you feel about reading subtitles? I'm okay with it. I feel like when I'm reading subtitles, I'm missing some visuals. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm a slow reader. Well, it does take some time to get used to it. But, um, yeah, do you want me to talk about yes. it? Yes. Okay, it's called Love Wagon. It's a Japanese dating show. What? And they travel across, like, Asia. You know, they okay. travel to other countries in a pink van, like a VW bus, sort How of. How many people? Uh, seven, usually. And they're all single, and they're trying to find love with each other. They're trying to match up and they go and, and and so they travel together and it's not only just like how they get to know each other and they get crushes on each other and they aren't given very much money. It's like a poor man's trip. So they have to like really budget like like 
hotels that are super cheap and the food they can only spend like a little bit. So they get their little allowance every week. And then, you know, they also do things like they go to hospitals where, you know, poor children are being treated. Oh. Uh, they um, in Nepal, they went to um, a place where uh, women had been forced into sex work, like oh little children even. Oh, my God. And so they learn so much and they're just in tears. So you learn a lot about other countries and you know, really remind you of the privilege that we have. Yes. And also you you get a piece of um, really learning about how differently they see relationships as far as as a culture and how what they expect and want from each other. Oh, really? It's very, very different. And it's also adorable and so PG. Is it very, I I don't, it's not like, Is it like old fashioned? Like, I want to make sure you know how to cook and that you're going to rub my feet when I come home from work. Not really. It's more about like how you try hard, how 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 hard that you try, like despite maybe your insecurities. Do you always work to improve yourself and have you learned something? Okay. if you do make a mistake, do you apologize it's really cool. Okay. I really love it. And then what's interesting is that, so they'll fall in love with somebody, and then the process is that they will declare their love. They'll go to the the driver of the love wagon, get two tickets to Japan, back to Japan. And so then they'll call the person, like, to a little private meeting in a park, and then they'll talk about how much they admire them. And they're going through all the motions of, like, talking, and then they'll say, and I've fallen in love with you. And you're like, oh! So this is like the you get a rose kind of thing or the proposal. It's like, I love you. Yeah, but it's really just to be girlfriend and boyfriend when they go back to Japan. So there's no marriage involved or anything far-fetched. But it's just like, then they say, here's the ticket. I'll, I'll wait for your answer tomorrow. And then they say, thank you. And then they stand together and the other members are watching and some of them are in love with the other person that's professed their it's just so interesting now so, is mc watching this with you did you no, get him into no okay. he's watching the boys <laughs> oh i've seen yeah. i've yeah. seen the yeah and trailer and, yeah this is my time where i get to watch my stupid show oh my god it so, sounds cute. are they young they are they're usually between you know some like you know 20 to 29 you know it's a young person's dating show okay and then there are hosts so they break apart and they are watching it and commenting and so then they'll break from the action and they'll talk to the host the host will be like oh my gosh what is she gonna say i'm so nervous for her you know and it's really cute the commentary they have so they either reject them or they accept them Okay, and this then, is like you guys with second chance romance. Right. Except no <laughs> you guys problem are like, oh has God, happened. I'm worried about this one. <laughs> right. So yes. So then um so then they either say, Well, I really appreciate you know, they'll go through their whole speech about I really do like you and you don't know what they're gonna say, and they either agree or disagree. If they agree to say, and I wanna go back to Japan with you, you get so excited. And then they kiss for the first time. Aww. Like there's no there's very little like even hand holding it's it's really cute and it's such a refreshing dating show that doesn't seem contrived. The Love Wagon. The Love Wagon. On yes. on Netflix. On Netflix. And okay. Yeah, it'll say Anori under it. Okay. Yeah. What happens with the cuz there's seven people. Mhm. So obviously not everyone's going to connect but there's definitely going to be an odd man out if everyone does connect. So it's not a beginning to end thing. So throughout oh. the journey and the season, there are 22 episodes, they're like 30 minutes. Okay. So you'll have a day where like somebody says I'm going to do it today. So if they get together, 
they both go back to Japan and then they'll pick up two other people. So they're driving along the road oh. and they'll see somebody with a sign, which is all, I mean, they, they've auditioned for the show. Sure. And they're like, ah, oh, and they all get out and run to that person. And the person <laughs> goes, my name is Donna. I want to find love because I haven't dated in four years or whatever. Ooh. And then they're like, yay. <laughs> and it's so happy and fun. And so, but if they get rejected, that person who professed their love goes back to Japan alone. Oh, that's only sad. one person. But there has to be some drama, you oh know. Oh my gosh. All right, I I will have to watch an episode of this. Yeah, just try it out and and at first you'll be like, wow, a lot of subtitles. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But I think you'll fall in love with it if you give it a 3 episode try. Half hour or hour? Half hour. Hmm. Okay, I can do that. Oh, Steve minutes. is calling us right oh, now. Oh, he is. Yep. Calling on the phone? Yep. Ooh. Ooh, hi. Guten Tag. Hi. Oh. You're, you're on. Hi, are you guys taking callers? Yeah. Sure. Who's this? Oh, guys. What a journey. How are you? What time does the show go live? What time are we on live today? Oh, great question, Steve. 20 minutes ago. Oh, look. Oh, yeah. Oh, so this, oh yeah. excuse me. 40 okay. minutes ago. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. what have I missed? It is so nice. To, uh, to talk to you both, hello to everybody from New York City. I was almost connected the normal way that would happen, which is uh, through it. But, you know, you know, guys, and I feel like, Donna, you'll feel my pain here with this. You know, when you sort of line up everything, you try to do it all the correct way, and mm-hmm. then for whatever reason. So I hear you guys. We have a special link. I can dial in through the computer. My headphones, we'd like this to be a live tech support segment. My headphones, they're plugged in. Still the audio coming out of the laptop, uh, no audio through my headphones. No, that sucks. I don't know what to do. So I'm, uh, I'm, I sent out a distress signal to our engineers, but I wanted to jump on and talk to you guys because I missed you and I want to be a part of this. Doesn't Seacrest have a pair of headphones you can borrow? <laughs> it no, it's be, something weird. <laughs> no, it listen, to do with no, no, this unit? is something weird. It is legitimately, I can't even turn you guys down. When I have the, the, the link up to listen to the show and to be a part of the show, when I turn it to 100 down to 1, same volume coming out. I don't know what's happening. And then oh, I plug the headphones boy. in, oh. nothing. Still all coming through. So we're trying to work it out. We're, okay. We'll get it figured out. I but, hope it's not going to be something stupid like I did, like the mic was backwards. And I was talking. Oh, it absolutely oh, no. could be. It for sure could be. <laughs> oh, Although I plugged, the, I plugged the headphones into the computer, and then I plugged them into the microphone that we have as well. Yeah. And none of that is doing anything. I don't know. Oh, Steve, what a journey. Uh, what were know. you doing this uh, morning in New York? You, know, why don't, you can connect me anyway, Don. I'll see, uh, why don't you just connect me? Yep, I'm in a right here. Yep. there, and then I'll see if I can um, make it work at some point. You don't have to bring that up. You can just keep this. This is a great radio for me to explain in very cryptic terms the technological problems that I'm having. Let me tell you about my morning. Okay. I'm here in a dressing room right across from Ryan Seacrest, very fancy dressing room. And I'm in this little dressing room, and it's great. They set me up here when I need to do radio here. And it's great, but we just got back a little bit late because we were doing a dog shoot this morning. So it's pet week on Live with Kelly and Ryan. And they said, do you want to do a shoot where we get you a dog and you walk through Central Park? And Donna, you, you, my friend, would love Central Park with your dog. You know why? Mm -hmm. They have this giant area that is all off leash. And so you would, I, I, I must have seen Honest to goodness, 200 dogs today. What? None oh of them on leashes, Whoa. running around like crazy. And I couldn't they need believe it that there were Everyone's more... in an apartment, you know, for the most part. I just wanted... Well, yeah, I think they're all pent up, and so you would think that they wouldn't be well-trained. Right. 
right. to be off leash, but they were all so great. And I just couldn't believe that more dogs weren't running away forever. Right. They weren't getting in fights with other dogs. Like everybody was being really chill. Now they gave me a dog, some friend of Live with Kelly and Ryan, some friend of the show said, here, you can walk my dog. Now this little dog that they gave me, let me tell you, spunky son of a gun. Actually, <laughs> actually, technically spunky son of a bitch. And I think I'm using that correctly. <laughs> there, scientifically from a breeder standpoint. Yes. yes. Um, it's female dog. <laughs> I, this guy was a little dog, and he he was getting – if another dog came near, he's like – Oh, the little ones okay. always try to like – What's his name? Sure. His name is Dash, Aww. and he'll be featured heavily tomorrow. So tomorrow I'll be live on the show, live with Kelly and Ryan. They're editing the story right now, and I'll join Kelly and Ryan in studio to talk all about it. But, um, yeah, he was a wild dog. But, you know, it was really fun. We got to – bump into quote unquote we had some nice plants including um the lovely Allie Wentworth oh, love who her. let me tell you is so stinking funny she is and, and she showed up by the way and she talks about this I don't know if it'll make it on air but she said she wore not a lick of makeup she was like I'm getting up early for you guys oh. and I'm just gonna go sit out here with my dog Cooper and she was lovely and just she is I gotta tell you so effortlessly consistently funny Wow. You know, she just, it's like every line out of her mouth is another punchline. You're like, that's funny. That's funny. She she was wonderful. So we had some fun with that. I have a question. Yes, please. Do I have the right person? Is she George Stephanopoulos' wife? She is indeed. Oh, yeah. oh I okay. see. Yes, yes. And she uh, she's a frequent uh, co-host when Kelly Ripa is out. She'll sit in with Ryan uh, quite frequently, and she's very funny. Um, but, oh, my gosh, she was just, she had me rolling. She was great. <laughs> and so we got to hang out with her. Meet up with some other dogs, got to end at a little doggy cafe. So we got a lot of really great stuff, but then you're maneuvering around and we had to Uber back to the station and we got all sorts of stuff going on. There was one point, <laughs> Donna, you would have loved it because you know, I don't do dog parts. So they set me up. I've got dog treats in the breast pocket of my shirt. And, um, <laughs> and so these dogs are coming up to me yeah. like I'm obviously like a walking treat. At one point I'm there. And there must be seven or eight dogs around me, all like medium-sized to big dogs. And I'm like, hey, you need to sit. And now they're all, the class has gone crazy. They realize there's a substitute teacher here. They're jumping up on me. I'm sitting down to interview a woman. There's a dog who I don't know, jumps up on the bench beside me and just starts what it would appear to be eating my nipple. And in reality, I was like, oh, I have some treats up there. And he was like really started to get a little nippy there at the end. Yeah, he knows where they are. Cut this short. Yeah, so, their sense of smell is incredible. Oh, my gosh. So hopefully... You um, might as well have had hot dogs it, in your pants. <laughs> how <laughs> dare you? Walking into a dog park. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was... They smelled blood coming from uh, a ways away. So <laughs> oh anyway, my God. Uh, we had how a lot fun. of fun with that, which was all sorts of good stuff. So, um, so with that, what I'm going to try to do during this next commercial break <laughs> is... See if I can connect the correct way. Okay. Don, this might require a little moving around for things, for of commercial course. things. Yes, for yes. Me. I see that you're here on the other equipment, but you're just muted, it looks like. Or it looks okay. like you're not. Yeah. Well, we'll see if we can get that all figured out here. Um, during the break, we'll do a little test, and then hopefully things will be smoother. But thank you guys so much for delaying for me. I know now we're up against the clock. Oh, I do have to tell you, I, have, I saw something, and I need to say something. Okay. I saw something happen a couple of times in an airport yesterday. Mm. 
And I would just like to speak to one very specific group of people who make phone calls about something in particular. Okay. I got a phone to pick with you, and I think there's a false bravado going on. Okay, we're up against the clock. We'll get into it. It's Donna and Steve. I'm on the phone uh, here in New York. Welcome back, you guys. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It's Donna Valentine. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And in Steve Patterson, we've also got producer Don McLean hanging with us for Woo-hoo! a few more minutes. Sure. Steve is on the phone while we're just trying to work out some kinks, so I'll just hit this button. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. <laughs> well, I just walked past the uh, the Met Gala Museum. Oh, so yeah. We have a Met Gala story in a moment of something else that we saw and we'll say something about. Uh, but first this, and it's sort of apropos that during this segment I come to you on my phone talking business because I just got a bone to pick. Do you? Okay. We got a bone to pick with you and your connection. Talkers. Oh, yeah. So let me explain. We are, I'm at the airport the other day. You guys have seen these, right? Airports, right? I'm at the airport, <laughs> and we're in one of those crowded terminal areas where there are four gates all together. Think the end of a hallway at an airport, right? You got a 18, 19, 20, 21. So we're all gathered. Mm-hmm. And there's one guy, but he was the second person I noticed that day doing this. There's one guy who is just like, proudly Loud guy. and loudly yep. having a business call. And it wasn't even like he was saying goodbye to his family, but there's something that really allowed people on phones who lack self-awareness. That's a problem already. But this guy in particular, this breed of people who mm-hmm. do the loud business calls. Yeah. So here are things like this that he's saying, okay, everybody else is just minding their business and normal civilized human beings would either talk kind of quietly, or if you need to talk at full throat, he would walk somewhere else and just not make a scene about it. He is walking in between two rows of chairs who are looking at each other, okay? And he is walking in between them doing things like, well, and I told Judy that we need that, and if we don't get it by the end of the day, it's going to be a problem, and they should know that. We communicated end of day, didn't we? Stops to listen. Well, now here's more business talk, and I'm going to say business things. And the people who are seeing me right now know that I'm a traveling businessman. I'm a busy businessman. Just like, could you I have just... a problem with them too. It's like I need that report pronto. It's you know, plus, it's like, it's like is it their ego? They want to show off and say, "Look, I'm a busy businessman." Yep. Yep. Or they That's just how really I felt. unaware. It feels like. Here's my my feeling, and I know I'm probably. Uh, I have room for growth in this area, but legitimately, anytime I get a phone call, I want to walk out of the room. I want to go take it privately. If I talk to Lou from the airport, I will do it sort of like under my breath. Like I, I did so this morning. The opposite extreme. 
But there just feels like, come on, guy. Yeah. We all have have reports to facts from time to time, but we're not all hollering about them. Well, when In you, the middle, can you hear me? Walk down the hall. <laughs> can he hear me? Can you hear Donna? Sorry, yes, I can hear you. I was I was ranting. What oh, were you okay. saying? Um, well, when you called me this morning, I was super aware that I was in a, a quiet working space with other people around. That's why I was like whispering to you. Same thing. You know, it's like, just don't, I don't need to be like, what Steve Patterson calling from New York? You know? <laughs> Which is essentially what that guy was doing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh God, God, what is the deal? Now, is there another type? You said there's more than one. There were well, there were two times at the airport oh, yesterday, two, but when I saw people. this guy doing it, yeah. I said, I'm seeing something and I'm saying something. He does mm-hmm. not know that he just made the radio show, but he did. There was somebody else earlier in the day who was just I just don't get it. I just think this about people that an alarming amount of people lack self awareness. And when you don't have self awareness, <laughs> it sets you up for all sorts of Ridicule? Just messy things. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you're going to make this awkward because you don't know what everybody else knows. You don't know it about yourself, and it's tough. <laughs> and these loud business talkers don't know it. Did you fly business uh, class, by the way? Oh, my! did I fly? Oh, do we even have the time? I was supposed to fly. No, I flew coach, and then I didn't even fly Delta. They had uh, pushed me over to a Southwest flight because my flight got first delayed by four and a half hours on oh, Sunday. Oh, so basically then you played musical chairs. Donna, do you know me in a return line, how I don't feel confident? I feel like I need to have an alibi. <laughs> you should see me walking up to the, unfortunately, C boarding group, C-19. Now, you have to look up at the thing, and it says C-15 to 19, line up here, C-20 to 24, here. And I feel like, Donna... I have to hold my ticket out so that everyone sees it. Cause I'm like, this guy thinks I just caught in front of him, but <laughs> I am higher in C than he is. And I, I'm almost the guy who's like, Hey, just so you know, to leave, look right. at my ticket. It says right. C 19. So this is where, whereas I don't think anyone else actually cares, but I approach it like it's a return line thinking, <laughs> does anyone believe me that this really is my, my boarding group? <laughs> it's, it's a whole thing. And I got on and I did, Oh, and then my first flight, I was a B boarding group on Southwest. So I get an aisle seat, which is good for my overactive bladder. And I'm waiting. And it's full flight. So I know that the middle seat is going to get taken up. Well, apparently, he must have checked his blue ox as luggage because Paul Bunyan (laughs) came in and sat in between us. And this man, he had a low BMI. I'm not body shaming him. He was not a heavy set guy. He had shoulders that were as broad as the state of Minnesota. It, his, his hands were big. His legs were just like thick mountain man is how I would describe this guy. And again, like in good shape, but a big fella. He sits in the middle seat. And now it, almost immediately I realize this gentleman who I just met, our triceps are now touch, of touching course. <laughs> and will not untouch until we get to our destination. And at one point, I'm thinking of this, my eyes are closed, and I thought, oh, my gosh, our breathing was synced. We oh, synced breathing, which is a very intimate Oh, thing. my God, you guys are going to get your periods at the same time. <laughs> we're on the same cycle. So anyway, oh. but I'm here, I'm doing oh, fine, right. and I think very soon I'll be on real headphones. 
Okay. So you'll hear me. They're working on it remotely for me right now. All right. Great. We'll be back. We'll see you in a bit. Thank you, Dawn, so much no for problem. putting up with us. Uh, I think Grant is coming in next. He is. All right. And he's going to have a dirt alert. Don't go away.